How did we get here? Where did the universe come from? What is the universe even? Hello and welcome to Dave's World Podcast Series. It's a weekend here, I can see yeah, almost it's one o'clock in the afternoon and the Friday prayers are over, I can see the cars are just going by on my street after the prayers and it's a great day, it's quite sunny, I think it's about 35 degrees centigrade and I'm here with the new drafting, the, the new episode to, to publish. It's a great, great, great feeling. Uh, the day started with a little bit of a disappointment. You know, when I was doing my classes, I was learning about photography, uh, you know, about the recording gears and stuff. And I've seen that the instructors were continuously telling or instructing the people that you have to be very sure. Sometimes we record everything, we forget to insert the SD card. Uh, something similar, like I was recording for about 30 minutes or so for my entire episode. And later, when I was finished, and then I was just going beyond my phone to look at, to take care of, I mean, to take out that episode, then I found that there was an error message coming on my recording device. So virtually, it recorded only for 1.1 minute, 20 seconds or something. So I was talking to the microphone for almost 35, 30 minutes or so. Anyway, this kind of things definitely happened. So we just continue our journey, irrespective of all the disappointments which is coming to to us right so today uh, in the last episode we were discussing uh, we almost reached a point where we started to tell that humans uh, started to form you know like uh, we were seeing the the universe creation the different animals how the life evolved and what's the 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 importance of photosynthesis at the point in time then we've seen that the primates and they evolved and humans gradually coming to a phase where they try to establish. And also we have seen that certain huge innovations such as photosynthesis have had a major impact on the development of life. So now, getting to the next innovation like farming. We know that, you know, farming definitely have something which is providing the, the comfort to the humans because we uh, always food is a concern for everyone because basic things like food, shelter, you know. Uh, now farming, we cannot look into it just as a, a source to provide uh, the food for uh, the, the, the humans. But it's, it's, it's really a collective process where you can see that now the point where I'm seeing, I'm just looking back. Uh, we have established societies, we have all the technological advancement, we are living in a city, we have electricity, we have everything established in a proper sequential manner. So all these things, if you go and go back to that phase, you can see that it all happened because of the farming, because farming produced a lot of surplus uh, food. So humans started to have a lot of free times after that, because the earlier human, before farming, we were, we were like hunt gatherers you know we just wake up early in the morning and the next question which really stuck in your brain is how to find my food from me or someone who whoever is dependent on you behind you so you just go around look around kill some animals or get some natural fruits or whatever you get 
But that way, when the society started to establish with n number of people, that way it was not functioning. That's when people started to think of farming. So farming produced a lot of surplus materials. That is when we again started to think about other activities. Like say, I have uh, some kind of artistic skills with me, so why don't I paint? Why don't I, if I am a, I know some kind of mechanical stuff like pottery in the, in the part of Iraq, you know that back in 6000 BZ, there were a lot of uh, good examples or have been found that uh, pottery business uh, were, you know, on a, on a very amazing level. It's not in like, you know, we got a lot of evidences, archaeological evidences, which really shows that uh, this kind of thing started. So there is a chronological sequence for all this to happen. So everything is showing all these things started to exist with the human culture uh, in the human society only after the farming has been established. It took almost 10,000 years to for the, uh, the farming activity to spread across the, the places. It started somewhere, and the evidence shows that it started somewhere near uh, the Mediterranean, uh, Natufians uh, communities who started this process uh, for the first time and then it eventually spread to other parts of the world and it took almost 10,000 years that, that the message of farming to reach to the whole of uh, the globe. So but you know, initially we were so reluctant for farming because farming definitely need a lot of your energy. Walking in that, at that point in time, there was no mecha mechanical system, machineries available, so everything you have to do by hand, and even some kind of small tools or whatever that available from the nature that they just shaped it to, to use it. So the, there were proof that the archaeological proof that the bones, you know, the, the Natufian woman shows where from many hours of movement while kneeling to grind grain. But of course, there was a necessity which, is, which was there upon them. The society expanding, not enough natural resources, not enough food. People started to struggle. So the only way to continue to, to establish was to do farming, get the, the, the required enough food. Now, we know that as a human, we have a lot of uh, limitations, like say, uh, in terms of our energy. So for example, while a farmer himself can only generate about 75 watts of energy, a horse can deliver 10 times that figure, meaning that horse can plow deeper and carry more goods than a human alone. As population continued to grow, fueled by this new energy, human life began to change. So you can see that from farming, now the demand is just, you know, go up to find a set of sources. Then they use the naturally, the available resources like horses to, to plough the land. As village communities became the normal way of life, societies had to develop new rules and behaviors because when farming has been established, so we just started to settle down in one place. We cannot migrate anymore uh, uh, from place to place. That was how we were living at that point in time. But after establishing the farm, because you have put a lot of efforts, now you cannot leave it, the land. So we started to settle down in one single location.
And when uh, one look, people started to come from various directions, started to establish their home, started to live together. There was a requirement of you know new rules and uh, behaviors and stuff started to come up. So you see that how things are evolving. It's like a natural sequence is happening. So one thing lead to the invention of the other, lead to the sequence of the other, like that. 2,000 years ago, there were 200 million humans living in ever more complex communities. Change was starting to accelerate a bit more. Today, most of us take for granted that we don't have to spend our days producing food, but that's the product of a great change in human society. As the productivity of farming improved over time, farmers began to generate significant surpluses. More food and goods than they needed for day-to-day -day survival. Surplus produced from farming mean that there was a surplus of people. With time on their hands because not everyone needed to work at the land. And when people don't need to spend all time, all their time farming, they have time to, for example, to make uh, sell pots. When we can trace this process through archaeology. The earliest pots from Mesopotamia, a historical region in what is now Iraq, were simple and individual. But starting around 6,000 years ago, there was a evidence of specialized pottery workshops. Potters produced standardized bowls and plates in large quantities, which were so far and wide. A surplus grow specialization increased 5,000 years ago in Uruk, a city in Mesopotamia, a list of all the standard professions were compiled. The list included kings and countries, collectors, silver workers, and even snake charmers. A surplus in populations grow, so did the size and interconnectivity of communities. Rulers built roads to enable trade, like the royal role from Persia to the Mediterranean, built back in the, to the 5th century BC. The road was 2,700 kilometers long and could be traveled in just seven days by couriers using a relay system of fresh horses. A huge advance on the walking time of 90 days. Humans were becoming more and more accustomed to moving, sharing, exchanging and trading with one another. Fast forward a few centuries and this exchange would shape our world dramatically. If you haven't already, please, please, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, or any other social media platform. Generally, there are so many amazing things which we are discussing in the episode. I love noticing what you learn from this uh, session and make sure you tag me in wherever you do that so that I can just get, uh, you know, to get in touch with you. If you leave any questions, please drop me a message on my Facebook or Instagram page. We'll see you next week with another great episode. Safe, safe, with a lot of love. Bye for now.